This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. Welcome to the Boone Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Boone. Today on the program, I'm joined by one of the best to ever play the game. He was a teammate. He's a Hall of Famer. He's the kid. Ladies and gentlemen, Ken Griffey Jr. Kenny, thanks for coming on the program. No problem. How are you? Doing good. It's your second time on the Boom Podcast. Kenny was one of the first, one of the first ever bringing him back. He's recently uh, back from the WBC. Let's talk about the WBC. First, was that your first time being a hitting coach? Not really, but yeah, really. <laughs> Not for kids. That doesn't count. Pros, pros. Uh, no, I mean, once you retire, you sort of help out, you know, guys uh, along the line. So uh, being on one spot, yes, but, you know, guys around the league, no. How did, uh, how did it come about? Like, how did, how did you decide you were going to do it? Who contacted you? Did you show interest? How did that come about? Uh, I just told Tony Regan that I wanted to be the hitting coach. I said, if you got a spot for me that, you know, uh, that'd be great. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, he called me and said, all right, I got you. So, you know, it's always something you you, you want to give back. Um, and it's a way of giving back and seeing if I really like the coaching part of it. And, you know, I had a good time. Did uh well, because we we both had a ton of hitting coaches. I had I had uh, your pops a couple different occasions. Um, and we all have hitting coaches. We go through it. We know sometimes that hitting coach is speaking our language. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes we've got to figure it out. 
how did you prepare for it? Because when it becomes real, I mean, Ken Griffey Jr., uh, you want to be the hit coach. It's a no brainer, of course. But then when you finally get the, all right, wait a minute. Now I've, I've seriously got to go in, talk to these guys. Uh, how much have you, how much time you spent around the yard in recent years getting to know the players that you were about to, to be their hitting coach well, and go ahead. I just looked at video. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, when they're, they're swinging well, when they're not, and just try to pick up little things from there. So when I did see them, you know, it was, it was a little easier transition on learning the conversation and how they, they relate information. And it was, was it, was it everything he thought it was going to be? Cause I think about it on the surface. I think, Oh yeah, I could go be a hitting coach. But then I remember how hard it is. Cause it seems like hitting coaches, you never get any credit when the team rakes, that's because the team rakes. But when the team doesn't hit, it's because the hitting coach stinks. It's always been like that. It's like I think it's one of the one of the toughest things to do uh, in sports. So when it got real, when you got on the ground level, I don't know. Take me through it because I've ne- I've never done it. I've done it for well, little kids, and and I'll talk hitting. You know, I'll talk hitting with right-handers, with lefties. I can't relate to you guys because you're on the you're on the other side of the box. Ah, uh, no. There's certain things that you can relate to. You know, getting your foot down, getting ready to hit, seeing it, tracking it, things like that. Those are all, uh, for me, the biggest thing was trying to get these guys into a rhythm, you know, because hitting is a part of, you know, being in rhythm. Uh, when he puts his foot down, where do, you know, when do I need to put my foot down? What am I looking at? Situations, just trying to keep them, uh, keep it small. I mean, these guys are three and four hitters for every team. It's not like I'm working with, you know, uh, um, a seventh, seven-year-old that's right. never played the game. So, you know, these guys, they know what they want. Uh, they know how to prepare. So it's it, it easy. For you talking, the, talking hitting, because uh, it's not necessarily that I had a problem with it, but let's, let me give you an example. For me, it was Johnny Olerud, who I played with for several years in Seattle, and we'd have hitting conversations, and he'd ask me questions, and I said, because I don't know about you being a left-handed hitter, if you had a different approach against righties or, or you, you went a little different if it was a lefty face. And I, I know for me, if I had a, a righty with a – throwing 95 with a good slider i had a certain stance with a lefty i could get away with a little more i could kind of hang out over the plate and i didn't have to be as precise for you was it that way and and if you're talking to say a mike trout i saw some video of you you and trouty were comparing swings and you, i don't know what was going on in the conversation but i saw the video so when you're talking to a mike trout type player do you do you bring the hitting to him for you as a left-handed hitter and just think, okay, if I was facing lefty on lefty, that's what Trout's probably feeling righty on righty. No, just trying to understand, you know, uh, from whether it's Pete Alfonso to Tim Anderson to, to uh, Mookie to Trout, uh, even Goldie, just trying to, you know, Trey, you know, just trying to figure out what they're, what they're really good at and what they need to lay off of. You know, that's the the whole thing. If I can't drive the ball out the ballpark, then why am I going to try to swing at that pitch? I'm only going to try to do it just to protect with two strikes. You know, and and nowadays, you know, 
the strikeout doesn't really matter. You know, they'd rather you strike out than hit a weak ground ball. Our era, it was, oh, he needs a little more seasoning. He can't strike out, right? you know, 150 times. He needs to go down there and learn to put the ball in play. Uh, nowadays, they don't care about that. Uh, but still trying to get him to hit the ball out in front, you know, not let it get so far back where you're handcuffing yourself. Um, if you really look at it, if you take a 34-inch bat and put it from the tail of the plate to the front, that's where you got to hit the ball from the front of the plate to where that barrel is to the end of the bat. So it's just trying to get them to to understand that everything happens out front. In order to do that, you got to sit there and wait for it and see it and be on time. We had, uh, right when the BC, WBC ended, I had Benji Gill on. He was the uh, Team Mexico manager, and he was explaining the atmosphere, how cool it was. Um, it was different, though. As players, as big league players, we're used to going into a city on the road, and, and that's our clubhouse. That's our ballpark for four days. We come to the yard whenever. If you want to hit early, you get there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. WBC, a little bit different. It was almost like... It seemed to me just an outsider looking in. It seemed like it was like, a, I don't know, a travel ball team. Because it's like, well, we can't get into the clubhouse until this game's over. Oh, it was, was like was, that. Was, was that <laughs> I, I, and that's something for you. I was going to say, it's almost like the College World Series where I'm like, Junior didn't play college college baseball. But it, it, it had to be a little bit weird with all these big leaguers, all these star big leaguers. Not, this is probably a brand new brand new experience for them as well as yourself oh no it's just like being in the minor leagues you know sometimes you get there yeah your bag ain't unpacked do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta, uh, you gotta grab bag off the bus you know it yeah like it was it, no different i mean it it was hey we're gonna be in auxiliary clubhouse whatever and we're gonna stay there until you know it's done did you ever play in one of these wbc oh uh, six because I okay, I never played in one, but I, I uh, you know, I get questions from fans is, you know, what is the WBC like? I never played in one. They said, what what do the players think of it? And it made me think a little bit. And I thought, of course, uh, you know, if I was playing today and I was asked to play, of course, I'd, I, I would play in it and, and represent the United States. But at that stage, it's spring training. We're used to getting there and and especially as a veteran player it's a time to get ready for opening day when it counts so some guys uh, get into it really fast some guys you know they want to peak at the end of spring training it's a different mindset you're getting two at bats maybe the beginning of spring training you're getting an ab and you're getting out of there you're getting your work done and going home uh, as spring training gets going a little bit you might take two three at bats but they're not that high intensity uh, games like I saw in the WBC, it was almost like a postseason atmosphere. Uh, when you first got there, how, how, and I could tell by the end of the series, uh, it was serious and these guys wanted to win. You could see the, there was so much passion. The fans were going crazy, but when you first got there for first timers, did you, how serious did the guys take it? Cause in the end it came across as real serious. Um, when you get there, you just, you know, you just like first day of spring training, you're meeting everybody at a couple days. But when that first pitch is thrown, everybody wants to win. 
Uh, and the guys, you know, and, and what you're dealing with, you're not dealing with, you know, no name guys. You're dealing with guys that have a, a reputation of being the guy. So they've got to be ready. Um, it's not like, you know, hey, if I went 0 for 10 in the WBC, it'd be talked about. Right. You know, that would be the story. So these guys came ready to play. Um, you know, you're you're a little um, handcuffed because of the, the pitching situation, how early it is for the, the guys to be able to throw, uh, you know, five and six innings. So that was the only major problems that, that you run into is, is more on the pitching side, um, not so much the, the hitting. Right. Um. Okay, this is this is a little more of a junior being junior, and and it's the one thing. And well, with the career that you had, uh, it kind of comes with the territory. Um, as we get further into retirement, uh, I, we're both we're both the same age. You played a few more years than I did, uh, but as we get further and further away, I notice it. You know, if I walk into a big league clubhouse. Uh, the guys will come up to me. Hey, Booney, how you doing? If you hear my name, yeah, all the players are going to know who I am. But I'm finding as I get older, sometimes I'll walk by a young player. He doesn't know who the hell I am. Now, if I if I tell him my name, he'll Google me and find out who. Kenny, you're a little different. Um, people know who Junior is. You're just kind of that guy in the game, that iconic figure in baseball. When you came into the clubhouse, the guys, some of the guys you may have known, some of the guys you didn't, uh, are they in awe of Ken Griffey Jr. when they when they first get to meet you? I, I know your personality is very endearing. You put people off that have any intimidation or anything like that. But now you're with the best players in the world, and I know that they're looking at, hey, that's Junior, you know, in that iconic swing. Um, no, just like I said, we just try to get to know each other. Um, you know, for most of the guys I knew. Um, a couple of the guys, you know, it was a uh, first time meeting them, but everybody was, you know, pretty solid. It was, it was a lot of fun being around them, you know, talking, pitching, uh, you know, asking me how I'm going to get me out. I just said, throw it right down the middle. And they're like, why is that? I said, cause I got to figure out if I'm going to hit it to left field or right field. You throw it away. I'm going to hit it away. You throw it in. I'm going to hit it. So I'm going to pull it. But if you throw it down the middle, that split second, I've got to figure out what I want to do with it. And they start laughing, but for the most part, uh, you know they they you know they tease you a little bit um, about being old. No, 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 no. They did get on me talk about I was the only hidden coach with his own shoe. <laughs> it, it's unbelievable, but it, but I mean that's cool, and I'm sure they want to talk to you and pick your brain and tell us. You know they want to hear stories from your career, so I, I'm sure you had a great time doing it. Oh, it, it was a blast. I mean, it, it's something that, you know, as a, as a player, I did in 06. It was a little different um, as a coach. Because I, I was a player, I understood what the coaches were trying to do. So it made it a little bit easier on the transition of being like, hey, let's do this. Let's work on this. Uh, you know, what are you trying to do on this particular pitch? And just try to get them to understand that, hey, I've got to hit the ball out in front of my front knee. That's the only way that I'm going to be able to drive the ball. Uh, anything low and away, you know, I'm going to try to battle it until he he's going to make a mistake. If I can sit there and battle somebody until he makes a mistake, I'm good with that. 
I just don't want to be, you know, in and out in four pitches. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Final game uh, against Japan. I, I think it's you know we play this game every day. So for the player, we don't we don't look at that matchup, you know. But from a fan's perspective, it was Trout versus Otani, teammates with the Angels. Otani ends up striking him out. Uh, that's what the fan. It, it was almost like a storybook finish. Um, watching Otani for the last couple of years, I've been watching Kenny. I, I never thought in our lifetime we'd see a pitcher and a hitter, maybe a little bit of, of each, but nothing like Otani doing it at the highest level, you know, up in the, he's leading the league in home runs and he's pitching every fifth day and he's top five in ERA. I never thought we'd see anything like that. He's stealing bases. Uh, What were your impressions and what have your impressions been uh, uh, watching Otani over the last few years? Did you think we'd see a guy like this? Um. I think there could could have been a couple guys who have done it prior. Um, I think you know, as a you know, everybody that played pretty much Major League Baseball was a, a shortstop and a pitcher. <laughs> it's just the way it is because you've got a good arm, and uh, if you're left-handed, you're probably the first baseman. Um, as we get older, you know, I mean, I only played. I switched when I was 14 years old, the summer of my 14th you know year, going on 15 to play the outfield because I was a pitcher first baseman. They said I can do more damage uh, in the outfield than I would if I was a pitcher because I'm only going to play once or twice a week. So I think in America, that's what happens is where we have to switch. You know, we've got to figure out, you know, who's going to play where, what age. I mean, you look at Hunter Green. You know, he was a shortstop pitcher. I mean, he was hitting balls. Uh, up in the third deck at Petco Park as a senior in high school. There's guys who can do it. What he's done is unbelievable. I, I Hands down, I take my hat off to him. Uh, but I think there, you know, as we are in a copycat league, there's going to be more guys like him. Maybe not to that level, but there's going to be some guys that are going to be able to to swing the bat and pitch. Yeah, I think he's got We had Bronson Arroyo, uh, you know, you, uh, Mike Hampton, you know, yep. I think Mike Hampton, when you're hit nine home runs as a pitcher, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've got guys, but it, it is what it is, uh, you know, but you've got to let those guys be, be them. Um, you can't handcuff them and say, we're only going to stick you in one position because then you're taken away from who they are. 
Right. I think he's knocked that door down. And, and I think you're right. I think because he's proven that it can be done, uh, that's going to open that up to, to the young players coming up now that, hey, Shoei Otani did. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Still, I, I couldn't imagine doing it as much as I had to put into the hitting side uh, of the game. And then, you know, we always watch those pitchers. They're doing their things in, in between starts. To have to, to do both of them, I thought, at the highest level, you know, you could do it in college. Johnny Olaru did it in college, but I thought at the big league level, no, it's too tough. The level's too high, but obviously he's proven that all wrong. And I think you're right. I think it's, it's going to open it up to, uh, to future Shohei Otani's because of Shohei Otani. Um, at the, at the WBC and, and this is just in life in spring training to see kids wearing junior, memorabilia i was looking at there's a there's a company called roosevelt you got a shirt obviously Swingman uh is is your logo baseballisms with ken griffey jr you got little kids wearing their cap backwards which you kind of you kind of started that whole thing in that in that home run derby at camden yards i still remember it but is it is it a little bit strange to you a lot of these kids they know ken griffey jr but a lot of them weren't even born when you retired I, I think it's a tribute to to what you meant to this game. But but is it how do you react to a to an eight year old that's got a Ken Griffey Jr. and he puts his hat on backwards when he gets to meet you? I, I mean, I think it's an awesome it, thing. It's great parenting. It's great parenting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, obviously, you know, you, you've done some, something right uh, for for parents to, to allow that hap to happen in their home. Um, so I can only sit there in awe of it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny cause I do get pictures, uh, on Instagram of, of kids, you know, in the shoe wearing a hat backwards with their dads. Uh, and you know, I can't thank everybody, but I am definitely humbled by the situation. It's really cool because there's only a handful of people that, that get that kind of, uh, tribute and and like I said, young kids. Yeah, if you were playing right now, well, that's normal. They're watching Ken Griffey on the on the mic on the on the TV. But the fact that it's years later and, and these young kids are going up, I, I I just thought it was a really cool thing. <laughs> Swingman, how did Swingman come about? Um, well, Michael's got Jumpman, and you know, uh, me being a Nike guy, um, I was like, well, I swing a bat, so. I was like, can I just do Swingman? And they were like, well, the NBA has it as a trademark, but, you know, you can go buy it. And I was like, perfect. So that's how that started. And um, it just continued to to flourish. And, and hopefully, you know, it can continue. Do you wear your own stuff? Yeah. I figured you did. You what, what do you wear most? The swingman stuff. I mean, you got. I'm checking yeah. out. I don't know how many different items are out there, Ken uh, Junior. But there's a lot. In between hats and shirts and and shoes, I'm probably about six days a week. Six six days a week. You're up. You're in junior gear. Yeah. All right. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool too. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. All-Star game this this summer coming back to Seattle. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to be there. I'm going to be up there for the week. Uh, the last time I was there it was in 2001, uh, uh, my team. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. I, I've been watching the last couple of years. I know you're, you're still uh, in a big role with the Seattle Mariners. Um, the last couple of years with, with that long drought that we had, they, they didn't get to the playoffs. Finally, they pieced it together where they've got a really good team. I went up there last year at the end of the year and the city was starting to get going again. It was starting to rock. And I tell people, you know, that at least my time there uh, in the early 2000s, that place was rocking. And I, and I, I would tell fans and, and people that haven't seen that in, in, in recent times until, until like now, is if you win in this city, man, they will come out and they will support you and that place will be rocking. I got to see it uh, last year at the end of the season. Again, I hadn't seen it for a long time. Really cool. Um, what about this 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 summer and and the it's city loud. of Seattle putting on that putting on that All Star game? You looking forward to it? Yeah, it's loud. It it's 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 probably the loudest place that I've been uh, when when you're winning. Yeah, it's yeah. it because it's, for years we had to go. Go ahead. It's intense. I mean, you know, when when the fans show up at you know when the gates open and you automatically know that there's 30,000 people in the stands at five o'clock. It makes a difference. It makes a difference to, to everyone. For someone to say that it doesn't, they're lying. And for years and years, we had to, you know, I'd go to a Seahawk game and that's electric over there. But I said, this is how Safeco now T-Mobile, this is how it was for years. I know it hasn't been like that, but this is how it can be. Oh, oh, definitely. Um, you know, in every, I think every city goes in the cycle. Uh, you know, Seahawks, uh, Mariners were good. Seahawks were good. Now, hopefully we can, you know, the Sounders are good. Uh, now the Kraken, um, you know, hopefully we can get the, the Sonics back. So, you know, cause I think, you know, the storm is one, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, a great place to, to play and raise a family. It's just, you know, when when they support, they support. Now, since you've done it, would you ever want to coach or manage? I mean, obviously, your dad did it for a lot of years after after he was done playing. My dad did it for a lot of years. You played for my dad. I got my brother managing the Yankees. Would you ever do it, and could they pay you enough to do it? Oh, yeah, they could pay you enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't want to do it while my kids were still at home. Um, you know, that's that's one of the things that people uh, don't realize that, you know, for us, we don't take for granted. Our kids, you know, my youngest would be 21. But, you know, prior to that, you know, he's still in my house. I still got to be a parent. Um, we grew up where our dads were gone all the time. So that's the hardest thing is like, you know, people go, oh, you, you made enough money. You got money that that's. I can't get back time. Right. I, I can make more money, but I can't get back to time. You know, my kids get upset when we go on vacation and they are not with us. You know, how many parents can say that? Right. You no, know, uh, you know, we just, you know, spent Easter with the Tolans and in and, and Texas. 
you know, so it was all, you know, all five of us plus Robbie, Bobby and Miriam, uh, a couple other friends, you know, got together for Easter. And it, it's it's a wonderful thing. And, you know, Trey came in from Boston, you know, the two youngest ones, Taryn and Tevin, were with me and and Melissa, you know, we all flew there. Yeah. And, and you mentioned, I mean, our, our childhood's very similar, you know, our dad's pretty much, uh, we're in the big leagues, our whole childhood. And it was, it was a, uh, it was just kind of the way it was, you know, people ask, well, your dad was gone all the time. And I, I thought I didn't know any, any other way. I mean, he'd go on a road trip for 10 days and mom took care of the house and that's just the way it was. And, and when you're a kid, that's all, you know, so you, you don't know that dad comes home from work every day at five o'clock. Now you got the, the whole off season with him, but you know, I, we, we got, we got to live pretty cool lives too, as kids, not too many kids get to go to riverfront and veteran stadium at, at as their dad's work and, and get to hang out with them. And I, I don't think if I could turn it back, I understand what you're saying now. And I love spending uh, family time uh, with the kids and being there as much as I can. Cause you're right. Time is, is of the essence and you can't get that back. But as far as a childhood, I wouldn't trade it for anything. The experiences and, and oh, no. the things no, I my, got to see, man. No, it was my, cool. my kids, they'll, they'll tell you the same thing. Uh, yeah. Being able to go, you know, when they get out of school, going on road trips, you know, uh, you know, taking Trey, you know, my, my thing was when Trey got nine to take him on a road trip. And, right. uh, it's funny. Cause I made, uh, Sean Casey, we're in Cleveland and I built something to Sean's room, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Cause it was Trace. And Sean was, oh. in front of me. And Sean was like, I didn't order this. And I'm sitting there behind him laughing. Cause I know he turns around, looks at me. I go, Hey, you know what it is. I got to teach him somehow. So, uh, he was like, all right, I'll go pay for this. But it's one of those things that, you know, it was a father and son trip. Uh, my dad did it with me when I was nine. I wasn't able to do it with Tevin uh, because I retired, but, you know, Tevin has, uh, he's gone on other trips that, you know, the two older ones haven't gone on. So he's okay in that category. When you're, when you're growing up, were you like me? Whereas when dad told you, you couldn't come to the ballpark, was it, did, did that ruin your day or were you more have other things going for me? It ruined my day when I was eight, nine, 10. If dad said, you're not coming to the ballpark today, I'd be like, you gotta be kidding me. No. Um, like, we were at we were only at the ballpark early, you know. Probably Cincinnati. Probably. There was different rules there, weren't there? They, they were a little stricter than than the Phillies. Yeah, like if they won, you can come in the clubhouse. If they lost, you weren't. Uh, you know, so like we'd come there. Opening day was early. Father and son day was early. Husband and wife game. Uh, we'd go early, and then probably about three times a year when my mom was like, "You need to take these kids." So I got things to do. Uh, so you're taking them. Right. But other than that. I wasn't there a lot. I mean, I watched, I think I was a junior in high school when I watched my first game from the dugout. And it was on a Saturday, I think, because I hit a home run and uh, and my dad was playing with the Braves at the time. So I never got to watch a, you know, a, a game from the dugout when he was with the Reds. And, and isn't it funny, too, people think, you know, we grew up and, and they think, well, you must have learned a, a lot from your dad. I was thinking... You know, my dad might have seen me when I was a little kid play five times because we get out of school. We got a little league game. Dad's already on the way to the yard. We yeah. never see him. 
Mm-mm. You're hoping that, you know, you have that first game on Saturday uh, where he could stay there. They have a night game. Right. Uh, and, and you're right. I mean, and then, you know, for me, I couldn't hit in front of my dad for the, you know, up until I, like my first year in pro ball. Because I was just trying to impress him. I'm like, you know, the only one I cared about hitting a home run front of was my dad and didn't do it. And he started laughing. He just said, you know, one day he said, hey, just pretend I'm your mom. <laughs> and still didn't do it. And yeah. then I finally got a hit. He was in, I was in instructional league. I hit a ball single and he was in an RV in left center behind the fence. And he slid the window open and said, now was that so bad? And then shut it and drove off. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. And it, it, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think about all those times and, and, uh, you know, really special and, and very cool, but yeah, not, not much time. The one thing dad did for me, was uh i remember he came out to my little league game it was one of those rare days where he i don't know he's on his way to the yard but he stopped off and i wanted to catch because you know my dad's a catcher i'm like oh i want to see what that catching gear is like and i had the catching gear on we were doing a scrimmage he walked onto the field pulled me off the field took said take the gear off you play short until they tell you you can't play short anymore and then when you can't play short you go to second you can't play second, you go to third, and then you might have to be a corner outfielder. But until right now, you're a shortstop. And that that's what I remember from my childhood. That's what dad taught me. Yeah. Well, my brother was my brother wanted to be a catcher. And because he was like, baseball is boring. So I was the pitcher, he was the catcher. So it made yeah. it fun. But he was like, and then uh he ended up playing third base. And he liked playing third base. So at least you get some balls. He just didn't like shortstop. Uh, then they moved him to the outfit. He was like really happy out there, but you're right. That's what they tell you. Shortstop, second, first base, third base, you know, uh, uh, left field. If you can't throw right field, if you can throw. Yeah. I used to tease because left-handed in your situation, you really don't have that many options. You go pitcher, you go first base, and then you got to go to the outfield. But I, I would tease, uh, Cammy, Mike Cameron, you know, because I played with him for, for a few years and, and I'd tease him and I'd say, Cammy, you know what you are, right? And he goes, no, Booney, what am I? I said, you're an, you're a, you're a middle infielder that wasn't good enough to play the middle. So they put you in the outfield. He'd laugh at me and he'd be like, yes, <laughs> he goes, tell me that when, when you're calling me off on a ball and you, you can't see me, I can see you coming in. But, uh, no, very, very, uh, very, very true. Huh? I'm going to have to use that against him. Yeah, just tell him. Just say, Cammy, all you are is an infielder that wasn't good enough to play the infield. Yeah. Well, Kenny, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Very cool. Tell wow. Melissa hi. Tell Pops hi for me. And, I will do uh, that. Always a pleasure having you on, on the program. And for all of us here at the Boom Podcast, thanks for joining us. 